Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today, I'm going to give you our first devotion on Psalm 23. Uh, Tomorrow, we're going to take a break from the Bible overview, and we're going to do a devotion on Election Day, and then we're going to come back Wednesday with more on Psalm 23. I hope you'll join us for all of that as we go through this iconic piece of Scripture. This is maybe the most popular, well-known portion of Scripture in the world. It started to be used way back hundreds of years ago in certain church liturgies and uh, funeral liturgies, and maybe that is what helped it rise to prominence uh, among all the other Psalms. I remember hearing it in movies and music, secular music, Christian music, poetry, writing. There are many references in pop culture to Psalm 23. So when I shut my eyes, I mean, the first thing I picture when you say Psalm 23 is a family gathered around a gravesite uh, burying someone who has died. And, and to be honest with you, I don't know that I've ever been in a situation like that. Probably some other scriptures that have been read, maybe not. But uh, it's just used in pop culture to that end to such a degree that that's kind of ingrained in my head. And maybe it's the same thing for you. So when I was in college, I was challenged to memorize scripture And I was living in an apartment we called Mount Carmel, about three or four blocks from campus. And I remember when I was memorizing Psalm 23, I usually don't use the King James Version, but I liked how it sounded basically because that's the version that seems to be used in movies and music all the time. And so I wanted to memorize it in the King James. And so I remember on a few occasions walking back and forth to class, kind of memorizing Psalm 23. I'm going to read it for you here in the King James. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When you read through that psalm, it's also evident that one of the reasons this has got to be such a popular psalm is because of the deep truths that are articulated so concisely in this psalm. This is a psalm of David, and David, of course, is the standard bearer for an earthly king. The Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. He's the best king that Israel ever had. Obviously, he wasn't perfect. He had many flaws, but he was quite a king. However, before he was a king and before he was a heroic military man, which started when he had the boldness to go fight Goliath and kill Goliath with a sling and a stone, before all that, David was a shepherd. David was a menial, like, laborer. This is not an impressive job. In fact, when Samuel, who was sent by God to the house of Jesse, Jesse's David's dad, he was sent by God to the house of Jesse to anoint a king from among his sons. And they line up all the sons, and Samuel goes one to the next, to the next, to the next, and says, nope, not this guy, not this guy. These were impressive-looking guys. No, not this guy, not this guy says to to Jesse, are you sure this is all your sons? Because it's not going to be any of these guys, and I'm supposed to anoint someone from your household. And 
The response is, well, yeah, there, there's one more, David. I mean, David, but he's out tending the sheep. He's just this young kid. He's not that impressive. All he does is take care of the sheep. And uh, are you sure? And sure enough, as we know, David was the one. You can go back and listen to a devotion about that, by the way, because we covered that whole thing on the Bible overview. But anyway, God, one of the things that I think God did in David by allowing him to be this guy who was out tending sheep from a young age is he gave him the space and the time to ponder the things of God. What David learned while he was a young boy as a shepherd must have been more than we can ever know. It reminds me, and by the way, I'm not putting myself anywhere near on David's level, but it reminds me of back in junior and senior high when I had a couple menial jobs. I was a paper boy, so I had a paper out every day, Waterloo Courier, and I mowed people's lawns. And both of those jobs are pretty menial. They're pretty mindless. You don't have to think real hard about them. So it gives you time and space for your mind to wander and consider things in your life and consider things about the Lord and about scripture. I'm not going to say that that's always where my mind was. Sometimes it was on the music I was jamming to on my Walkman, (laughs) or sometimes it was probably focused on the Hawkeyes or the Yankees uh, in their respective seasons. Sometimes it was probably focused on a girl or two, but sometimes I remember the Lord stirring my heart and my mind to establish truths that I had been learning uh, growing up in the church and in a Christian family and to just drill those into my heart and my mind. I remember I used to preach to myself as I pushed the lawnmower. Anyway, when I think of that, I think of David out in the pasture tending these sheep. He was uh, thinking, he was he was observing, he was, the, the Spirit of God was obviously interacting with him. And you can just imagine one day where it kind of dawns on David for the first time. You know, just like I am a shepherd to these sheep, the Lord is my shepherd. What an amazing connection, an amazing analogy that must have been for David. And once that analogy was planted, I'm sure he's looking around and he's saying, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Just like these sheep that I am shepherding are not in want. They're just kind of grazing along and they don't even know what they don't have. They don't lack anything that they need. They're protected. This is how the Lord is to me, is what David's thinking. And of course, this is how the Lord is to us. A shepherd, a shepherd who would put himself before his sheep. Obviously, Jesus used many shepherd and sheep analogies in the New Testament. And even where he would lay down his life, that the the good shepherd would lay down his life for his sheep. Join us back here in a couple days as we finish up with Psalm 23. Lord, thank you for David. What an amazing story of how you raised him up from nothing to prominence and gave him a heart that was after you. Give us a heart that is after you. And Lord, give us time and space in our lives. Give us menial tasks or or time during our week where we can contemplate things about you, where your spirit has space to interact with us to focus our thoughts on truths about who you are, how you sustain us. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. 
Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.